0: Hello, quilting fans. It's Andy Bush here. How are you doing? Hope you guys are okay. Thank you so much, by the way, for all the messages and stuff that you guys still send to us. It does mean a hell of a lot to myself and Mel. She says hi also. The reason I'm popping up right now is that I wanted to let you all know, because you're such amazing people, I have a brand new podcast out called Bush's Board Game Thing. As you've probably heard before, I'm, I'm well into my board games. I love meeting up with people and having a chat and, I don't know, turning phones off and enjoying a game and a conversation, which is one of the reasons why I love the quilting thing as well well, because it's about speaking to other people and connecting and all that kind of stuff. I hope you're going to love it. Hopefully it'll be something that you're into. I'd love to get your support on this as well. Do us a favour, have a listen. You can subscribe in all the usual places and the link is in the show notes as well. So do us a favour, have a listen, subscribe. I'd really appreciate it. Love you lots and hopefully speak to you soon. So here we are, episode one of Bush's Board Game Thing, a brand new board gaming podcast powered by the awesome folk over at Zatu Games. Uh, It's me, Andy Bush. We've got Brian over there. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, depending on what time you're listening to. Fantastic. Uh, We've got Jess over there. Hello. Uh, And basically it's us meeting up each week, talking about life through our love of board games. And I think staying tight with those that you love, turning phones off and communicating, uh, it's never been more important. So each week we're going to look at a different set of games grouped by theme. So if you're new to the hobby or uh, what I would describe as board game curious, uh, come on in. This is the podcast for you. If you want to get your questions in or get in touch in any way, we're very approachable. All you've got to do is find us on Instagram at board game thing Uh, so we're talking about traditional board games in this first episode those games you might remember from caravanning trips with your folks back in the day Uh, is there a place for these games in modern life we look at how we're going to look at how some of the classics have been reinvigorated or jazzed up for the modern palette in a bit but let's start by delving back in time guys is there a game that has a special place in your heart from uh, your upbringing your childhood
1: Yes, I've got one. So, I, I've actually struggled to find it online. I've only been okay. able to find it on eBay. So, I'm not 100% sure how good this start. is going to go. Good start, good start, Right, okay, it's called Huskadoo.
0: I'm sure that is a band with uh, Frank Black from the Pixies in it, isn't it, surely? They, is that well,
1: well, yeah, that came up when I Googled did it. Did he
2: get the name for the band from the game, or do you think the game named yeah. themselves after the Frank Black band?
1: The game is very old. Like, really old, so I'm going to say... Well, Frank that... Black's quite old. Oh, right, okay. I don't know, I don't know, but Huskadoo yeah. is essentially go fish, but you've got, there's two bits of card, right? and on the bottom bit there's lots of different kind of images of things. I can't remember what it was, like a rabbit or a jug or something like that. Sounds great already. And then on the top you've got little, um, like, little figurines that cover... <laughs> all of the images and then you've got to try and get pairs so it's essentially go fish but a ball game.
0: Uh, when would you have played this would this have been around the Tembe family uh in a holiday caravan or would this be on a Sunday when the rain's rattling against the window outside?
1: Yeah absolutely we played it a lot it was pretty battered by the end of it and also we lost a lot of the pieces okay. so but one thing that I remember is that my parents always beat me they never ever would let me win which would just be immensely frustrating so it used to get really tense between me and my stepbrother it's
0: it's a weird thing though isn't it this concept of like um, whether you let your kids win at board games or not
1: you know I, what I mean? Like, do, I have, do you let
0: them, or you teach, teach them a life lesson by, like, Jesse's parents there, like, crushing her hopes in Huskadoo? Or do you do you I let have, them win so I have they have get? A five
2: too? and a seven year old, and I just for an easy life, I just let them win all the time. Are you I setting let, a bad precedent there, though? Do you uh, know what I mean? Is that teaching yeah, them about I, life I pr- in the future? I probably am, but it's just easy that way. And I, actually, sometimes I find we, we play a game called Labyrinth quite a lot, where you have to get around the board by moving. It's an old classic, and mm. trap people in the labyrinth, and I actually let them win. But it's actually harder for me to try and lose than it is to win. So you're there. Yeah, just you're, that good. You're it's actually doing mental good. gymnastics, trying to, trying to make let them win. It's harder. Trying to throw the game.
1: Hold on a minute, though. Surely then aren't you bringing up your children to be, be monsters? Monsters and sore losers, yeah. They are going losers, to be, yeah. just whenever they play <sighs> car games or anything, any kind Absolutely. of game.
2: Absolutely. But that's, that's when I've released them to the world. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to get through that boring <laughs> afternoon without them going off on me,
1: so that's fine. Bush's board game thing.
0: But a guy that I used to work with in Bristol, he, he, he's Greek Cypriot, and uh, him and his dad used to play table tennis all the time when they were on holiday or whatever. It's what you do in Cyprus. And Theo It's Theo And uh, they played table tennis all the time, and his dad would literally wipe the floor with him. And I remember him telling me there was one table tennis game when he was like 21, when he finally beat his dad. And then it changed everything from that point on. It was like a big, uh, you know, rite of passage. Mm. And maybe you're missing out on that by letting your yeah. lad win at like five uh, years no, old. No, because do you I, know what do, I, mean?
2: I do give them a little taste of humble pie sometimes because we play football in the garden and we've got a little goal. Yeah. And usually, you know, you roll the ball to them and they they catch it and they you let them score. But like one out of every ten, absolutely <laughs> thump it in the back of the net. I was like, have that!
0: Roberto Carlos with a tw- uh, yeah, penny just flutter. So they,
2: just so they know. And then the other day actually said to me, Daddy, are you losing on purpose? And I was like, no, 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 you are genuinely scoring all these goals. I think you're one of the world's greatest footballers.
0: That's good. So you kind of, it's yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's giving both, yin and yang, isn't it? Yeah. In many ways. Yeah. Uh, we asked on Instagram, at Board BoardGameThink, uh, if there was a uh, particular board game that has a special place in your heart. Uh, from back in the olden days. Anything coming in on the wires, Jess?
1: Yeah, we've got one from Chris Eyre. It says, Sorcerer's Cave, a different game every time you played. Yes,
0: I remember that. I bought that from a uh, church, uh, like, bring and Buy sale.
2: And how much was missing of it?
0: Most of it. Okay. <laughs> All the room. Well, there's one room.
2: That's part of, that's part of, part of the joy of that you, you use your imagination. For
0: me, that game was the, sorcerer, uh, the Sorcerer's Alleyway. <laughs> it was just one connecting corridor. really was quite disappointing.
1: I've got another one from Luke. Yeah. Test match cricket. Love that game. Hated that the balls were so small and easy to lose, though.
0: It's weird that they don't play. These games aren't around anymore. The old sports games, you have a little plastic cricket player and you've got to hit him. A bit like it's kind of like the next bit on from Sabutio or whatever.
2: Remind me of test match cricket because to me, it looked very much like (laughs) Sabutio, a Sabutio knockoff. So it was like, what can we do that's like just as good as Sabutio, but we don't have to put much effort in?
0: Imagine, right? Test match cricket. Your brother, your brother with um, a bowler on a plastic stick and he's got a bit of of guttering that rolls down the bowler's oh. arm, bowls the ball at him and then you're stood behind a, a batter with a plastic stick and you know hitting the cricket bat and then it goes on like a little cloth pitch and then the ball, as he said in his message, inevitably rolls under your nan's skirting boards, that's not a euphemism, and then you can't get it back.
2: Petition, <laughs> games so cool. like that come with 50 balls. Yeah, mind you, you Good just morning. lose those as well, wouldn't you? Uh,
0: just to add, just to add context to what's going on in this uh, this first episode here of uh, Board Game Thing, uh, we are having to sit on separate <laughs> chairs. <laughs> In a triangular formation because of obviously this incredible scenario that we find ourselves in in uh, 2020, and um, it's fairly unusual, isn't it? I feel like three mm. people having a chat in an airport departures lounge from uh, adjacent couches. <laughs> I don't
2: know. It makes it feel like it's like a Radio Four thing, though. it's like, oh, yeah, it's the round yeah. round panel. Hi guys, what do you think? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But
1: then also, I kind of feel like I'm in a job interview because Bush is like in front of Brian and I. Oh, yeah, a little just bit to higher add a up, little bit of
2: your extra yeah. um, a little bit higher context, up. he's got he's the only one with the desk. Why do you why do
1: you get a desk? Yeah. When we don't. I've
0: stipulated i want on a desk, otherwise I'm going to walk. Okay, sure. But it, the, the interesting thing is Jess has to keep folding her laptop down to talk to me, which is nice. <laughs> it just it says how far away she is.
1: Also, Brian's kind of slouched to the point nearly where I feel like he's in the therapist chair. I have bad posture.
2: I I can't help it. Are you,
0: are you, you've turned up to this first episode. We're trying to make a, a really good, uh, you know, in first impression with our listeners and potential listeners. You've got absolutely shredded trainers on. You've got uh, a hoodie on. You look like you dealing. What's also, going
2: on? I, I got dressed in the dark this morning. It, I'm wearing all blue. I look like a Smurf. Uh,
0: you've got your hair slipped back. I'm going to call you um, David Bowie Sports Direct Years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, uh, Brian, is there a game I'm going through for you? a
1: tough time at the minute, all right?
0: <laughs> is there a game for you that I um, yes, um, used to
2: play? Ludo. And I, I just have nothing but terrible, terrible memories of Ludo. Because A, it's the world's most boring game.